Welcome to the Right Division Network Podcast, a production of Grace Family Bible Church in Buffalo, New York. I'm your host, Pastor Scott Morton. And we'd like to thank you once again for joining us as we study God's Word, Rightly Divided. We're going to be continuing today in our studies here in the book of 1 Thessalonians. We are here in chapter number 4, and we'll actually be starting verse number 15 today, which says, For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. So, we've been looking here at this event, the catching out of the saints, and we're going to see how the Apostle Paul is going to be you know, laying out the doctrinal information discussing this event, laying out exactly what it is that's going to be going on for those who will be participating in this. And this is the event that is going to be at the end of this dispensation, the event that those who are part of the body of Christ will be participating in and everyone that has put their trust in the gospel message for today the gospel we find in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures and simply believing in that fact gives someone eternal life. The promise that this is going to be what's going to happen to them, that they're not going to have to face the wrath of God. You know, this is what is to provide the comfort that we have, knowing that we have the guarantee of our salvation. And that's why you see how Paul says, you know, this issue of four. He's reinforcing the issue of what has been promised unto us. And we see how he's saying, for this we say unto you. So now he's taking it from that aspect of it being just himself that is reinforcing the issue it's the we the we that goes back to who it is that wrote this epistle when we look back at chapter 1 verse 1 Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is Paul, Silas, and Timothy who are giving this information unto them. Paul being the leader of this and Paul continuously having to give this issue of that it's either him or in this case we that are teaching this because it goes back to the position that he has, the authority that he has, and the issue of who it is 
that is to be giving the doctrinal information for today because we know that there is no way that any individual could be able to follow everything that is written in the Word of God because as the dispensations change, there are certain things that change along with it. Some things stay the same, some things change, and the things that change, you can't do the both of those things. Or sometimes there's multiple things that have changed of where it was this way one time, this way another time, a third way, a different time then no individual would be able to do all of these things. We see how Paul, let's go over to Romans chapter number 11, and we're going to see a statement that the Apostle Paul is going to make about himself here in verse number 13. For I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am the Apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. So, here you have Paul saying that he is the apostle of the Gentiles. You know, this is not he's the apostle to the Gentiles and saying that while he's carrying information to the Gentiles, the other apostles were the apostles to Israel and they're carrying the exact same information because that's how most people will take passages like this and interpret it. He's saying he's the apostle of the Gentiles. So the information that he is giving is specifically for the Gentiles. And this is our doctrine that is to be followed. We can see, let's go over to 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. And we're going to see how Paul describes the process that goes on here when he says, starting here in verse number 5, Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building, according to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So we see how as the Apostle Paul is describing this to the assembly in Corinth, he's talking about how he laid the foundation for them. Talks about how the only foundation that can be laid is the foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have the Apostle Paul talking about that foundation that he has 
that he was given, he is building thing for them to be building upon that foundation. That's the mystery. That's the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. All of those terms that you see the Apostle Paul use to describe the information that was specifically given unto him that we have for today, that we are to be preaching and teaching other individuals. This is the foundation that everything for today should be built upon. That's why Paul can say that he laid this foundation. He says about this over here. Let's go over to Ephesians chapter number 3. And we're going to see how Paul describes the responsibility that he had here when he says in verses 8 and 9 of Ephesians 3, Unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. So we see how Paul talking about that he was given some things, he was given to preach among the Gentiles, which is the first thing that shows where there's something different going on because everything prior to the Apostle Paul, the focus was on the nation of Israel, those who had been promised a kingdom here on the earth. Then he calls what he's preaching the unsearchable riches of Christ. And it's unsearchable because you can't go back into any of the writings prior to the Apostle Paul and find information that Paul is writing for us today. You, know, you can't go back into, example, the book of Proverbs or go to the book of Jeremiah or the book of Genesis or the book of Matthew and find the doctrinal information that the Apostle Paul is making a reference to the issue of that he should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and the responsibility that he had with this when he says, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. That the issue that he saw with this is that he, he was to go and teach this information to every man. That everyone was to receive this information. What falls in line with God's will. The fact that God wants all of mankind to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. The way that that is going to happen is by the preaching of this message and making all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. That's the responsibility the Apostle Paul saw that he had. 
This is the responsibility that gets passed down from the Apostle Paul to everyone that hears his message and is going to be ministering during this dispensation. We see how the Apostle Paul describes Timothy. Let's go over to Philippians chapter number 2. And we're going to see where Paul's going to be making a statement here about Timothy as he's writing unto this assembly in Philippi. When he says, we'll read verses 19 and 20. But I trust in the Lord Jesus has sent Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. So as he's describing Timothy here, he says that he has no man like-minded, which means that he can look at Timothy, and when he's sending Timothy out to various places, that he knows that Timothy is going to function in the exact same manner as the Apostle Paul, because he's like-minded. He doesn't have to worry about the fact, well, if I send Timothy, is he going to do the right thing? He knows that Timothy will do the right thing. He knows that Timothy will preach the right message because he says that he has no man like-minded. The same mind that Paul has, which comes from the word of God, rightly divided, is the same mind that Timothy has. Now, when we look at Paul's last epistle that he writes, let's turn over to 2 Timothy chapter number 1. You see how there's these warnings and encouragements that have to be given related to staying true to the message that has been given to us in this dispensation. Chapter 1, verse 13. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me, in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. So you have Paul giving this encouragement here unto Timothy. You see in verse 15 the reason why he has to give that encouragement when he starts talking about the fact that all that are in Asia have turned away from him. So a number of individuals who had been ministering with him, carrying out this message, have turned away from the truth which was given to the Apostle Paul. He has to encourage Timothy to say, you know, don't let this be you. Hold fast to the form of some words. Hold fast to this doctrinal message so that way you can have this guarantee 
that you're going to be teaching the information that individuals need, that you can be helping all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. You see in chapter number two, where Paul gives an instruction here to Timothy about what he's to do in verse number two, when it says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So the issue that Paul sees is that this information for this dispensation needs to keep going forward. And the only way that this information is going to keep going forward is that individuals have to be going out and teaching it, which means if individuals are going to be teaching this, they're going to have to have this information committed unto them so that way they can be able to give it to others. And so that's why you have this thing of take this, give it to other individuals who are going to be able to go out with the sole purpose of them teaching this same information. And that's how the doctrine for this dispensation continues to go forward by the fact that individuals have it committed unto them to be able to teach. And you see how the unfortunate thing happens of where there are fewer and fewer people who have this information committed unto them to be able to teach the doctrine that starts with the gospel message for today that would have individuals receive salvation and then have the build up of what it is that would actually give them the information that they need related to the fact that we are you know building up of you know the doctrine inside of us you see how paul says in second timothy chapter 2 verse 15 thing of Study to shew thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That this is how we are to be approaching the word of God. That we approach the word through the issue of that we have to be studying it. And we study it through the particular manner of rightly dividing the word of truth separating not truth from error but we're separating truth from truth because the whole bible from genesis through revelation all of it is truth because it is the word of god let god be true in every man a liar so the entire scriptures are truth. And the issue because that we're separating the truth that applies to us from the truth that applies to other individuals. Understanding our information 
having that being built up in us so that way we can continue to have this encouragement of things because when you really think about and especially when you see how when Paul had to write that second epistle to the Thessalonian assembly that the issue in chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 now we beseech you brethren by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering unto him that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand and the issue being that these individuals were shaken in their understanding of things and they were shaken in that manner because the understanding that they had from this letter that appeared to come from Paul, Silas, and Timothy was that they had missed the catching out of the saints. It was no longer a comfort for them, which is why he's having to say, be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled. They were troubled because they thought they had missed the event. They thought they had missed their hope. The thing that Paul says in you know 1 Thessalonians 4.18 when he says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. They thought they had missed that thing which was their comfort. This is why when you really look at how Paul holds them up in second in first Thessalonians two thirteen, the issue for this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God which effectually worketh also in you that believe and how they took the word of God understood it allowed it to work in them but you can see how the issue can become for these same individuals that Paul was holding up and saying that this is true of you and we look and say well this is a pattern for us we can see how even they became shaken in things because they came to a different understanding of what the Word of God said. And they came to that different understanding because somebody had given them information that appeared to be the Word of God in their mind. And they went and tried to follow the information that looked like it was for them and thought that they had missed the hope and became shaken. This is why you see how Paul is saying that we, and having to reinforce the issue of that 
the truth that would be for today is only going to come from the Apostle Paul and from those who are ministering the message that was given to the Apostle Paul and how no matter what is being presented, we have to put it to the test of what does the Word of God rightly divided say? Make sure that it's lining up with our doctrine so that way we can have that true comfort that we are supposed to have during this dispensation. Now, as we close here, I'd like to remind everyone of our website, which is www.gracefamilybiblechurch.org. And on our website, we have a number of study articles. We have some charts to help you in your study of God's Word. We have information on how to join our Sunday service and our Wednesday night Bible study live as they're being broadcast on Facebook. We have, you know, if you happen to be in the Buffalo area, we would love to have you join us on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. at 83 Anderson Road. And as always, if you have any questions or comments about anything in our broadcast, anything on our website, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And until next time, keep fighting that good fight of faith, preaching this message to this lost and dying world.